Welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark uses Habakkuk, the third chapter, verse number two, as the background scripture for part two of the message, Renew. It is not your age. Womanhood is not tied to age. In the physical now, because you don't worship God just in body, your first level of worship is in your mind. Your will is tied to your mind. If your will changes, that's why a person on drugs, the will is then surrendered to the, the vice of the drug. And if the drug says go, they go. They obey will. That's why the enemy is after your will. Amen. Are you all listening? So this is not a point at them finger. All of us battle with this. Every single person in here. My maturity is tied to the way I think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is what? So your reality, a lot of times people marry folk based on external uh, senses, uh, the way you look. But actually it takes about four years for you to find out what's really inside of a person. The real essence of them is how they think about things. What are your thoughts on God? What are your thoughts on drinking? What are your thoughts on marijuana? What are your thoughts on partying? What are your thoughts on mother? What are your thoughts on father? What are your thoughts on community? What are your thoughts on church? Do you like to go? I'm not really all with that uh, church stuff. I'm, I serve God alone. Well, that's going to be a problem because people think, and this is a major issue, people think that they can change somebody. You can't change yourself. How are you going to marry? I can change them. I can get them to do something. You can't change. Whatever's inside, as a man thinketh in his heart, you'll see it come out. You'll spend years, you get married, in 30 minutes, you'll spend years, you don't know who's in, you don't know if the old man has resurrected, you don't know if the old man, which was asleep when you were there, just sat up. Now you're dealing with a whole multiplicity of issues, because you don't just really marry your man or your woman, you marry everything that they've been ever able, uh, uh, connected with, you marry everything about them, you will marry their first husband, their second husband, you will marry their first wife, their second, you will marry their children, you marry everything in every other city, you marry all of it. You marry the first business, you marry the second business. You marry their mama. Because it's tied to the way they think. Yeah. 
And if there's no renewal of the mind, you're dealing with old phantoms and old issues. And the reason why we're struggling is because we thought we were just marrying the shell. We didn't really understand what's going on in the mind. Even the way we think about things. Let me tell you something about God. God will allow things to happen, even in your church, to challenge you. It could be dead wrong. It could be dead wrong. God will allow it to happen to see where you are. Because true spirituality is not about right or wrong. It's how do you deal with conflict. Listen to me right now. Usually stuff happens in church that's far less than what happens in your own family. It's far less. Do you give up your family when it happens to? When something happens devastating? You say I'm done? Or do you say that's mine? We're in covenant. True spirituality now in church is usually tied, is usually tied to spirituality. In other words, how do you deal with conflict? Are you able to reconcile? Are you able to say, okay, let's get over it. Let's talk about that so we can get beyond that. Because the Bible says if you regain your brother, you've done the best work. Not when you separate. But when you regain. A brother and sister in church, that hurts you. Can you get over it? That's what true spirituality is. The Bishop Church isn't known, number one, for its, spiritual, its spirituality. But it's known for its hospitality. Hospitality is a spirit. So God says before the world can come in and see how, what, how much I move, they want to make sure you're smiling when you, when you, you're smiling when people visit. How do you treat your guests? Because he's concerned about them coming into the house of the Lord. To be changed and transformed by the renewing of their mind. They will back away from it if they don't feel welcome. And we would expect someone who... Uh, is coming off the street not to feel welcome if they've never been here before. But those of us that are part of the family, if you start feeling like you're not welcome, maybe you need to check and see if old man is coming. Old thoughts. It's not always about who's shaking hand. It's about that mind. Now, I want to deal with it because this is the battle. This is the major battle here. And I'm not even going to go to Joyce Myers. I've already dealt with that. I'm talking about conflicts in the mind. It is so, the mind is so powerful to God. And it, it, is, it is hunted by the enemy because he knows if I can get here, I can control behavior. I can control, control the way you worship. I can control the way you function. I can control who you connect with. I can control how much you connect. As I was teaching assimilation yesterday, we were revamping our ministry here and just teaching the philosophy of, of assimilation. Those who are working with assimilation and all of us should have this mentality as a church body. The philosophy of assimilation. That is, a person, a passerby, can be driving by, see a parking lot full of cars, decide to come in. Assimilation says we want you to be able to come from the street, to come into the sanctuary, to be welcomed, experience the worship, 
and then the word and then witness what you've experienced. Not only that, we want you to assimilate, to become a part of the actual DNA and cell of the ministry. To where you're not a new believer or just a new person, you're one of us. That's philosophically, spiritually, and physically. That's true assimilation. So whether you're teaching a class, or you're taking a connect card, or you're standing over here taking a name, you have to think about, what am I doing to add to assimilation or take away from it? If I'm in myself, I don't like them. They don't like me. There's no way you're going to be able to make that person a part of the DNA unless you infect them with what you're dealing with. So you have to keep yourself pure in your mind. And here's the battle. The enemy throws something in you. Next thing, we got three years of inactivity. Three years because of something that was in your mind. It may not even be real. What is dysfunction in the mind? It is when you start seeing things in your mind that's not really a reality. That's how powerful your mind is. A, a person that hallucinates actually. If we saw that person, we'll say, wow, something is wrong with them. They keep seeing things. Well, many of us would back away, but it happens to many believers. That means you're feeling something that's not real. It's only that thin, but all you got to do is press through it. Instead of allowing it to then grow into a mountain. And it's just a molehill. When a person starts losing their mind, doctors are able to come in and say, wow, 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 wow. You're seeing things here. And there. That's why drugs are very dangerous for anybody because you'll start seeing things that aren't there. And then you'll make moves based on what you see and it's not even real. That's why the enemy wants to invade mind and it needs to be renewed. Put on the new man. Say put on. Say it put on. So it's just that simple. You have to put it on intentionally. It's not something that's going to happen because you come to church only. You have to decide that I'm going to live in my renewed self. I'm going to live in my renewed self. I'm going to release and keep moving. Look at the word. It happens in the spirit of your mind, which simply means that your mind has spirit. It is not a physical form. It has spirit. And that's where the enemy operates. That's why we must guard our ear gate our eye gate, and our mouth gate. If people gravitate to you to vent their issues, why do you think they come? Why would they come to you? Why would people feel like it's okay to come to you to tell you what they feel, especially when it's negative? You don't see spirit? Why would they gravitate to you? I, the people are coming to me telling me this. They're telling me that. Why would they come to you? Are you open to it? In your spirit? Or do you feel the same way? Because spirit is attracted to what? Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You could be allowing the old person to rise up in you. 
Now, as a pastor, I get a lot of stuff. I get negative, positive, and all of that. But I'm able to see certain things as assimilation. First of all, in, in the realm of assimilation, if a person is going to assimilate or if you're part of the assimilation process, first of all, you need to make sure everybody feels like they belong. That's what you should start thinking about. Everybody belongs. If they don't feel a sense of belonging, they're not going to stay there. They need to feel that. So if you are part of the body, you need to feel like you belong. What do you think the enemy is going to attack? What, do you, what is the attack belonging at? You're sitting next to each other, so you're not alone. He attacks belonging in the mind. So you're sitting there, but I'm, I'm just not feeling. I'm not feeling. Okay, that means something is happening in the mind. But if you're part of the assimilation process, you want to always, you're the agent of assimilation. Deborah has a job, has a, a hair salon. And so if you go there, she's going to greet you because she wants you to feel like you're in the right place. She's not waiting on you to greet her. She's going to reach out and say, hi, how you doing? Come on, take a seat. How many of us do that on a regular basis? Or are we waiting for someone to acknowledge us? A sense of belonging is a part of our responsibility to make sure the climate is right. And it's tied to the mind. If you don't feel like you belong, you won't reach out to anyone else. And you'll sit there saying, I just don't belong. And you're feeding into the whole gamut of what the enemy is saying. We need to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Now, before you go to your personal issues, let me preach the word to you. I'm coming straight out of the Bible. What does it mean to renew? What does it mean to renew? It means the spirit of your mind needs to be corrected. And you need to make sure you're feeding your mind the right information. The second level for assimilation is connecting. So everybody should have a sense of belonging. Secondly, everybody should connect. What do you say to people to make them connect? It's very simple. If they came to your house, you're going to say, hey, take a seat. Would you like a cup of water? You're going to connect them with something cool. You're going to connect them with AC. You're going to connect them with comfort. In ministry, we connect them with ministry. We connect them with something that's going on here. If it's women, would you like to come to the women's ministry? Everybody needs to connect. If it's a life group, we're starting a purpose-driven life group. You need to be a part of the life group. That means you need to come out of your home and go to a, a designated spot and you need to sit there and get the information that we're passing on. That's what's important. You follow me? So connecting takes effort. And we, in, in assimilation, if we think about assimilation, we're going to make sure everybody is thinking about this process and you're leading people that way. You're using your influence to make them connect. When you see a disconnect, you say, okay, maybe they don't feel like they belong. Maybe they're not connected to anything, to anything. It's easy when you back away from everything to disconnect. But if you're going to assimilate, you need to stay connected. Who do you think is going to fight that? God or the devil? The devil fights connections. Remember, the battle is in your mind. Glory to God. When I was in college, I didn't feel connected with the teacher, but I was there for a purpose. 
Every time he had a break, he was always smoking. I couldn't stand it. It was wrong, but I stayed there because I was trying to get a degree. I'm amazed with church folk who got any degree in the secular world and come to the church and act like you can't stay connected. Or work anywhere in the streets. If you work anywhere, you're going to see hellions doing great things. You don't go to work because they greeted you. You go to work to get paid. So when you come here, God is going to pay. What, what, I don't like religion because I just don't. What are you talking about, man? You think God is giving you that idea? Or is it a part of the old man? Think about it. Next level is growing. When you're connected, when you belong, you're connected, you have a sense of growth. You cannot grow spiritually and not be connected. I hear people all the time, well, I separated, but God has really been dealing with me. Really? You're not, according, you're not operating according to his plan. How is he dealing with you? Glory to God. You got to deal with God's plan, God's system. It's not to say you need to be in church as much as I do, but you need to be in church. Last 30 years, 20 years, 15 years, uh, more Americans are, have stopped going to church than ever before. Europe, big cathedrals are empty. It's not the first time it happened. It happened in the 13th century. It happened in the 15th century. These things aren't new. Then a great revival. The great awakening took place. It'll happen again. God will never allow his church to die. It won't happen. It won't happen. If he has to burn down physical buildings. If a plague has to go through the land. Blue bonnet. Something will drive people back to God. Even right now, there's up in the northeast, a mosquito. Uh, usually mosquitoes are down south. There's something going on with mosquitoes in the greater New England area. And they don't understand. These people, these scientists are checking out, checking out these mosquitoes. And they're saying, wow, this stuff is killing people. And it's growing. All I see is just like the scripture. Scripture talks about plagues. And the fifth angel sounded and something went in the waters and stuff begins to breathe, right? It, God will always drive his people back to him. Whether it's a hurricane destroying a whole island or something happened in a personal life, don't worry about the status of the church. Some of these things aren't even new as it relates to the way people operate. The old man will tell you this is the first time it happened. But it is not the first time it happened. God will be glorified. And God's fame is going to go through the earth again. And God's glory will be seen. God will fill the earth again like the waters covered the sea. The glory of the Lord will fill the temple. Not only the temple, it's going to fill the community. Not only the community, it's going to fill the city. Not only the city, it's going to fill the state, the nation, and the world. America's not going to hell in a handbasket. God will save America by many or by few. And God is going to save his church. Even the church that's in China will not die. The church that's underground will not die. The church underground in Russia will not die. The church underground in Ukraine will not die. The church underground in communist China will not drown. Hallelujah. God is still working, moving, and doing what he said he would do. Muslims are getting saved. Buddhists are getting saved. People all around the world are coming into the knowledge of who Jesus is. 
God is not limited to our experience. He's bigger than that. Glory to God. Can the church say amen? Belonging, connecting, growing, then serving. Then serving. Why would you say serving lasts? You can serve through all three processes. But best service comes when you worship God first. Get thee behind me, Satan. I shall worship the Lord, my God, and him only will I serve. So service, true service, is perfected when you learn to worship him first. You need to have a sense of belonging. Connecting. You're growing because you're tied to the word. Your mind is being renewed. In your service, even though you serve, your service is perfected. You don't understand why you're serving and who you're serving. Because when you serve him, even if no one gives you accolades, you can continue to give him praise. Because they can't pay us, only God can. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, the scripture says. But mighty through God in the pulling down of what? Strongholds and casting down what? Right down false worlds. And casting down imaginations or what? False worlds. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. The battle is really between the two ears. That rises against the obedience of Christ. That tells us we're not supposed to obey what he said. We do what our feelings say, but not what he says. And that's why the feelings are tied to the way we think. Everything is tied to the way we think. So if imagination, that's a part of your soul, is tied to false worlds, and I'll explain that. Memories are usually tied to negative things, especially in the old man's arena. We usually remember the negative that happened and not the hundreds of days where God showed up. We only remember instances. You didn't do this or you said that. What about the other times? The other 95 times? The other 365, that's one year now, but we have 20. So over 3,000 days, things were good. But you focus on this one. The memories are tied. This is old man now. That's why you got to put him off to only the negative that occurred. That's how we're generated from the fall of Adam. This is the nature of Adam. It's not because you're bad, it's because Adam fell and because we're a fallen state, this is how we flow. That's why we gotta be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Thank you, God. As it relates to your will in the natural self, it will surrender to everything else, especially to applause. But it does not surrender to God's correction.
In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at thewordoftruth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2520. That's reference number 2520. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you to Truth Reveal International Ministries, uh, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families, we shape leadership, and we serve this generation. And coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to run out of the book, impact your life for an eternal purpose. I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. Smile and a handshake, pressing palms, and kissing our sons. It's what we do. We love you, and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed. I was arrested this morning with.